are you not entertained the most exhilarating round of 16 football you'll ever watch on european stage and i can bet on that oh my god let me take a break from that okay welcome 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 to the podcast where we the fans speak our mind from the stands and today for this episode i have with you aman aman please please tell us how do you feel after that exhausting round of 16 oh uh, it was exhausting it was exhilarating actually i was quite fortunate enough to get a hold of most of the matches and especially the ones you know where uh, spain played croatia and at the night uh, you know it was something else i didn't expect it Switzerland knocking off france uh, yes that right. night was special dude that night was something special Yeah, actually in India, I remember like that match got over by 3:30 a.m. here. So, yeah, for so, India, yes. But yeah, but there was no chance of watching that. I got like when Switzerland like they got the two winning goals in the last few minutes of the match and then pushed the match forward. You know, it was something else. Definitely, definitely. It's not only those matches. Okay, uh, now that we are talking about it, let's start from the beginning. All right. Uh, We we started the round with Italy taking on Austria, where Italy were the clear favourites to go through the round, and I mean people were expecting them to score a good three or four goals. But then there came Austria, and things were actually different than what it was scripted. Yeah, yeah? actually, you know, yeah, this particular Euros is proving out to be such. You know, things are not at all going according to the script. Uh, first of all, while starting the Euros, the French were absolute favourites. That Italy completely dominated the group stages, and now we can see in the round of 16 tables have again turned. We have really uncertain teams in the round of eight now. Uh, definitely, I mean that uh, Austria match. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Till the very end, and then. Uh, Kiesa really turned the game around, and that uh, substitution was really tactical and really, really important substitution at the point of the game when it was done. Mancini was a real, uh, you know, um, masterclass move that was for me. Yeah, I think Mancini has done extremely well. Like uh, what Italy have had a run now of so many unbeaten matches, they went up to about 1100 minutes without conceding. So Mancini has really, really gotten hold of Italy. Also, I think the defense helps. Like Italy have always been so strong defensively. So you know, even if they are not attacking and not getting goals much, they know that they are not a team who is going to concede. So they are all the time in the game. You know, you can never take them out of the game. So yeah, yeah. If, if some opposition is starting against Italy, you know, like it's going to be tough to score, right? So Italy are always going to be you know favourites, and they are still the team to watch in this Euros. Definitely the team to watch. And from moving on from one team to watch to the other is uh, Denmark. Oh, absolutely. Denmark are the true dark horses. Like if you could say one team, you know, and you would be not surprised to, if you know they go till the last. It would, you know, you'd bet your horses on Denmark because of the experiences they've had and you know what has happened and how it has pushed the entire team to move forward. Definitely. What a story! Yeah, uh, what a story it would have been. It's still what a story it's going on because at the first two matches they lost and they were down with zero points and then they qualified on the last day of the group stages, scoring four bangers of a goal. And Absolutely. again, against Wales as well. I mean, they were everywhere over them. Absolutely, right. Round of 16 match, but before that, I'd like to talk about the group stages. You know, they were out of it. Like, you wouldn't give Denmark a chance to qualify after what happened. 
their best player was uh, you know out of the tournament no. and and they qualified on uh, i think on goal difference i think because yeah, i think one goal three, difference yeah all three teams had three points and anyone could have qualified and denmark you know i think that ericsson incident what happened has propelled them you know to go forward and that's what you see you didn't expect them to score put four past wheels but they did so you know it's quite great that's what i'm hoping for denmark to go all the way to the finals and they have a good route to the final as well i mean they can meet up england in the semis but that's a story for a different day i mean you don't know what's going to happen you know do we no we don't actually you know after what denmark have done and you know anything is possible they've already knocked somebody out of uk and you know another uk team you never know what will happen <laughs> definitely uh and then and then the game comes to my man is where netherlands lost uh, to czech republic yeah another story of you know favorites losing in round of 16 this is becoming quite common you know you know we now don't actually know who are the favorites and who are not uh definitely if you saw that match i think in the first half itself there were 11 corners oh, 11 absolutely. corners only in the first half absolutely and you know uh, apart from the first half i think you know it's uh, check scored in the second but you know even if you see the first half they were constantly you know down netherlands next like netherlands never you know could breathe easy and you could never netherlands were never in, never in you know in a particular flow in that match like they are a team you know which relies on a flow a lot because they have excellent midfielders they play with frankie de jong who controls their play but in that match they never seem to be in the game actually it was never seeming like they could win interestingly yeah that was the next question i was asked uh, going to ask you is that Uh, what do you think that netherlands is lacking is that is this the attack or is the midfield or is this defense really poor because what i have noticed is that defensively they have been all right except for that delict incident that happened i don't know what came to his mind uh, but that's a story for a different day to tell uh, but i think definitely the wing backs were having a really good euros Oh yes they are. Dumfries has been excellent I think. He's like one of the best players you know I've seen play in Euros and he has been such a good package. Uh, we all know he knew he had potential but you know he has yeah. really come good. So that's what Denmark uh, Netherlands conundrum is you know difficult one to crack you know because they have they take all the boxes and uh, before even the before the Euros started we knew like they are a team who are you know taking all the boxes like mm-hmm. Italy or you know like say France but uh, them going out i think that delight incident in the 55th minute which happened i think uh, that changed the game drastically and massively mm, uh, they lost one of the pillars of defense and you know that's what the round of 16 or the knockouts are one bad move and you could be out of an entire tournament group series don't matter at this point yeah but if you have to pick out pinpoint one aspect of the game uh, that is missing what would that be which area would that be No, I think they need to get better with finishing because uh, I don't think there is any issue with defense or say midfield. They have good players. I think you know they just need to convert more chances, which you know they didn't. Oh right, that reminds me of the Donny Malin chance that was so severely missed. Oh, I mean that game, that goal would have been changing the game altogether. Exactly. That's what you know. That's what we are seeing. Like if you fail to score at crucial junctures. you know it leads to you know your team losing out massively that's what is happening in euros like if you have the chance to score you need to convert for your team definitely and talking about delit now what are your thoughts on the incident i mean uh, what i saw what i think is that he was trying to draw a foul over what uh, over shiks i think it was shik uh, who was pressuring him from the behind 
but was that really uh, intention of him to draw a foul or was that you know a deliberate handball yeah i know i have seen multiple replays you know even through the entire match they were showing multiple replays and you know by with every replay i saw you know it just seemed like you know more and more it looked like no it was not intentional actually i don't know because you know he was just falling onto it and he's the last man he's such a good player he will know better right he will know he is not going to intentionally put his hands to put the ball you know uh, different from him but i don't know it could be a brain fit moment he's still young uh, yeah. can, you know only he can know what happened actually that moment definitely so but that we was need a... to talk about shrek because uh, like oh definitely definitely do relations Shrek, uh, my God! Every match you see, and he has been so impressive, so overpowering over the opposition, and it's quite exciting. You know, we hear stories about him coming to the Barclay, uh, EPL, right? So, like, oh, right, yes. I mean, definitely, any player who does better or good in the European or world stages <laughs> gets a transfer rumors to the EPL. That's the that's the least one can get. Yeah, but you know, uh, that goal, uh, that wondrous goal. Uh, is this the contender for Puskas goal? Definitely. Oh, or I was I didn't think about the Puskas part. Yeah, <laughs> goal of the goal of the tournament for Euros. Definitely. I it is the goal yeah. of the tournament for me. We yeah. we haven't yet seen any better. I doubt we will see in the next stages as well. That definitely. There's there's still more football to go. Yeah. But Patrick Schick, I mean, uh, now he'll play under Mourinho, and things will be different, or will it be the same or even better? I don't know. What do you think about him? No, we have really had this, you know, concept uh, misconception that whenever Mourinho manages a team, the team becomes so defensive, and then, uh, you know, intention is always to be defensive and in the game. But Mourinho's teams, if you, you know, actually check the record, the striker has really done well. Like I know he plans a lot defensively, but mm-hmm. that, you know, that never has, you know, had an impact on whatever striker is playing with Mourinho. I know it had with Harry Kane at Tottenham. Uh, Harry Kane was, you know, really playing at the back, but you know that's another different story. But uh, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it, it's to be seen actually. You know, Mourinho is one of the most unpredictable managers we've ever known. Uh, you know, we could never. He is so experienced. He so much knows. You know what to do with each player. So I don't think you know uh, that he will mismanage a player like Patrick Schick, who is you know so hot and hot for the Euros. We can definitely have a whole episode in Mourinho and Roma's future, but definitely. all right, <laughs> let's move on for now. And uh, moving on, let's talk about the big ones. Let's talk about the Ronaldo and Lukaku face-off, oh, the Belgium and Portuguese face-off. I mean, were you satisfied with the match? No, uh, not really. It didn't actually live up to the hype. Uh, you know, Belgium and Portugal, two extremely good teams, and. This time, actually, Portugal came with a world-class team. Like there what was not, what there, was not there was not one box. You know, I like put. I know Portugal are defending champions. Uh, of course, the pressure is always high on defending champions because like they won the tournament before, so the pressure is more to retain it. But like as compared to last time, this time's team was a whole lot better. And you know, I don't know. Like uh, you couldn't say that Portugal, you know, didn't really. Play that well, or they had to bow out. But then, you know, Belgium is an exceptional team. Like Belgium are really, really good. So, like, mm, Portugal had to bow out. Nothing had nothing to be taken away from Belgium here. Absolutely. But you know that that was a game of a uh, lot of uh, crossbar goals, uh, crossbar balls, if oh, to be precise. Right, 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 right. My jaw was really dropping. You know, any time it could seem like okay, this one's going in, but then you know it just didn't. Uh, 
call it unlucky maybe or i mean don't know <laughs> uh, what to call this match or whatever but portuguese uh, really really have been uh, in form like everybody coming in uh, maybe bernardo silva who didn't really play a lot uh, last time in the manchester city fold uh but other guys you know andre silva andre silva coming up more than a 25 plus goal season joao felix coming in hot, red hot uh, diego jota and renato sanchez oh my god renato sanchez that guy was a beast in the midfield i don't know renato what is the story with renato sanchez is a completely different player when he plays the league he's a completely different player when he plays for the national team he was all over like you could see renato sanchez wherever the ball was or you know whenever portugal were you know in, uh, involved he was there he was a part of it you know huge figure nobody would have believed that renato sanchez played for swansea now if they see him now if they don't know football nobody would believe that exactly right such a huge such a such a good player like he was like that's what i told you know he was there in every attack he was very good but 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 i think you know it was a very sad story where we concern, we are concerned with bruno fernandes right oh right like, yes yeah you don't expect bruno fernandes to be dropped you know he is the main man like even when manchester united were rotating all the players bruno was mm-hmm. never dropped like he the only time bruno was dropped in manchester united had a triple game week apart from that he has played in through thick and thin and united like he was the driving force so when you know the euros was scheduled and fernandes was supposed to be a big play but you know it didn't work out him and portugal didn't work out yeah i mean he was the only uh, point to be picked out to in the whole portugal team uh, he was not up to the mark i don't know why bruno fernandes that we are talking about uh i don't know if it, it was it because of the tactical reasoning or uh, the position he was given oh i think so the position but uh, you know he was not clicking he was really not clicking i saw the matches and uh, you could say it was quite brave of portugal's manager to actually drop him because oh right you know, yeah yeah because uh, you know it is very difficult to drop such a big star player uh, when you know his he can become so important but uh, they were like quite right to drop him Uh, but you know it didn't work out so unfortunately like he is still young is not that old so hopefully he you know gets redeemed and you know comes better mm-hmm. for portugal in the next world cup definitely not talking about belgium belgium will be going in in the next match without uh, eden hazard and uh, kevin de bruyne big dent big, big dent to their big hopes big is an understatement all right because, i'm sorry for we, that <laughs> yeah because we saw what happened in the group stage one of the matches you know de bruyne was on the bench uh, and as soon as he came things happened they won the match i think uh, you know by two two goals and that was again denmark yeah 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 exactly right so de bruyne and hazard are the pillars of belgium like of course belgium has a pretty pretty good team pretty solid thorgan hazard you could say their full backs or their center backs like they are mm-hmm. you know and thomas okay another story thomas romelan is playing as a center back for belgium right. think so <laughs> <laughs> that was out of nowhere his that guy has been playing his football in japan and now he's playing in the biggest european stage possible you know what a story you know again you know euros throw euros have always been the one you know they throw up such good stories it's always but, great. but, but yeah we need to talk about belgium first that is that definitely now this belgium team okay regarded as the dark horses in the world cup before in the euros like this is the golden generation that's what they have been you know repeating again again this is a golden generation like if they don't win it with this score uh, it's going to be quite difficult going forward this is the time this totally agree time. 
but you know i don't know like and it is again it is again italy so against italy they are missing two of their star players and so you know if they manage to pull off this you know i think you know they could even go ahead and win the tournament uh, yeah for me i think uh, whoever is going to win this match between them are definitely the finalists going through yeah you could say so like you know but you never know like i i you know this euros has becoming you know quite and quite difficult to predict you know i just can't all oh, right know. yes yes definitely ah. all right now 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 let's just talk about the game of the tournament so far spain versus croatia absolute belter absolute belter i am a spanish supporter since the past same years. same 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 yeah, and so... i was so happy and sad at the moment like in those match i had really gone through a roller coaster of emotions absolutely and you know i think spain went down first so yes. oh, so that that's what happened in both the games that day like the winner went down 1-0 yeah. and scored 3 then it became 3 all and then it went to the time like that's what happened in both the matches but let's both the games spain. yes let's talk about spain first because because Definitely. the reason is that first of all spain came into the tournament with no real madrid players and that has never like i don't know if that has ever happened that has never yeah. happened absolutely and you know the pressure on them because the manager luis enrique was a past barcelona manager so again <laughs> alige you know i've been i've been quite active on social media and re- reading the comments of real madrid fans that you know there is no chance that spain will do good and without ramos which i think personally is a huge loss playing without ramos is you know a big big loss for spain but definitely you know, it's visible yeah. as well absolutely and uh, uh, they are playing what laporte and uh Paul Torres. Torres and, uh yeah uh, Eric Garcia and Garcia now Garcia is starting so again very very much short on experience and you we know that if a if a team has to go far in a particular tournament experience is very much required and yeah. that's what Spain were lacking but then in the past two matches they've scored 10 goals so like Spain has come full circle so like we could never know what happened that is because one certain experienced man has come into the midfield Sergio Busquets you know, <laughs> what right. a player yeah he is he is literally you know being we talk about so many good spanish players you know Xavi Iniesta you know so many he's like but, an artist who is still undiscovered you know for yeah. most of the people every time like every time every time you watch Busquets on the field you know like you are saying and he always uh, you know he's so calm like in his position it is it is such a tacky position right you have to oh, right. so, act so quickly but again too good definitely definitely and and that morata goal that fourth goal in the extra time what you, a belter of a shot i mean put some respect for that man's name yeah you could see it you because uh, he had received death threats uh, and he had received abuses when he missed the penalty Okay, so like, and you know, it, you could see it on his face when he put the ball inside. That yeah, ball, what it meant to him. He, you could see that in, on his face, and I you know I couldn't be more happy for him. He deserves it. Definitely, and uh, but credit goes to Croatia as well. They put on a really spectacular show out there. Uh, uh, to be honest, like Croatia, you know, has been playing so well. Actually, you could see they were the World Cup finalists. And yeah. Even in the Euros, but you know what? It was too much to do for. Luka Modric like we could see that other players are not at the same quality as him and one mm-hmm. man can only steer some team so much you know but uh, full marks to them you know they played with all heart but they just lacked that final you know finesse yeah even on our instagram page uh, where we did the preview and all uh, we predicted that uh, croatia might just pip through spain 
but then that pedri game happened and pedri was all around you need to know and acknowledge yeah. that 18 year old in the middle of the park doing wondrous thing is not an ordinary thing to do definitely you know what were we doing at 18 we, we can't even remember actually i can't you know, no. i i certainly don't remember what i was doing at 18 exactly you know to play at euros and you know uh, so he's one of the he is the youngest player to start in a knockout game firstly secondly yeah. you know we i was reading this morata's interview about him that uh, at 18 now so morata's already predicted that he is going to go as one of the spanish team's greatest so that is a big 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 thing you know and we like know the talent he possesses so he is certainly the one to watch out for the future definitely one to watch out for the future and then moving on uh, we have uh, england versus germany <laughs> what can be said about that but to be honest that that game was really a bore fest until that first goal went in Yeah, absolutely right none of the teams for you know seem to be like it it actually was seeming like it's going to end up nil nil because you could see the game nothing substantial was happening from yeah, because, the end and also on the field no player were playing as if they really wanted the game you know uh, i mean there was really a lack of intent from both the sides yeah like if you could see that game it was the biggest game of round of 16 because uh, they were the two definitely on paper yes it definitely so on paper it was quite an exciting and uh, like uh, till the game was going on I, there was no such particular flow you know it could you know it was feeling like it could have ended nil nil but then you know uh, substitution happened and everybody is calling it a gareth southgate masterclass but uh, <laughs> i don't know i think just happened i feel uh, that i southgate, don't feel like it no yes, South, southgate's journey has been such the like uh, like of course germany was quite a huge team but he he, he has been winning and you know you, you could never know he got knighted for it so now let's see but uh, you know <laughs> it would I, i i think i think unless and until england end up winning the euros it's still going to be a fair of a campaign for them because with this team with so much promise and you know after coming uh, tipping germany going to the quarter finals and you know uh, they are play ukraine there okay so you expecting england to beat ukraine of course and if they don't go all the way it would be a huge disappointment for them but then again this euros has been all th- always about expect the unexpected absolutely one of the most you know uh, matches you know which you expected okay this is not going to have that much of an intent uh, it was sweden versus ukraine but it was mm-hmm. a pretty pretty good match like the match was very good yeah all right n- now let's talk about the switzerland versus france game uh we have already talked about it but you know there are some nuances that we need to talk about uh so switzerland switzerland striker saferovic uh that second goal was a bullet header and that really dented france's hope i think nobody ex- expected that that would go in uh, any ball of that sort would come in a real defensive error or defensive error defensive error was as high 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 on intent from switzerland switzerland you could see them they were so keen so intent like first of all when you play uh, the world cup champions you already know that you know maybe it wouldn't happen for you and especially when the world cup champions are the french team which has a plethora of talent i mean what intent definitely what kind of mentality do you need to have when you just missed a penalty and you have considered an equalizer and within minute you have lost the lead as well it france were up 2-1 within a minute when after that penalty miss when switzerland missed that penalty like i think it if it would have been any team in the world they would have lost all hope because 
it breaks you it kind of breaks you a golden chance you get and you couldn't convert it and the opposition is leading it kind of breaks you inside the match but you know they were after that to pick themselves up and you know to go full throttle inside and to equalize against you know this french team mm-hmm. and then go all the way and you know win on penalties it was pretty good definitely good to refreshing to see but uh, french players and their parents were particularly disturbed Oh yeah they were but actually you know what it was kind of you could say hard luck for the french team because they have been playing good did you it's see the video family. did you see the video where rabio's mother was uh, telling something to pogba's uh, family and then i heard that somewhere in the news that uh, inside the training room like dressing room as well there was a little bust up between varan and pavard and rabio and pogba oh my god uh, it's it's ugly it's ugly when it happens but you know you understand why it happens because of course when you are a team with who comes on the brink of a world cup win mm-hmm. and then if you bought you know it is the egos the <laughs> they get cleared <laughs> up and such things oh. happen which is, that is the ugly part of football and even i think that's beautiful yes it is beautiful no doubt and and let's talk about the last match uh, that was ukraine versus uh, sweden sweden Yes. Uh, what were your thoughts on that match? Uh, Who were you expecting to win? I was expecting Sweden to win, to be honest. Uh, All right. I wasn't expecting Ukraine to punch about this weight, but it was one player, Zinchenko. Zinchenko. His, his involvement was there in both the goals and the way he kept up the team. We forget that he is young too. He is not that old. Of course, he plays for a huge team, but mm-hmm. you know, to 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 take his team, you know. uh and uh, it was quite good ukraine don't have that star power but we need to mention about the manager okay definitely so, yeah so quite experienced you know huge player big guy so yeah he's he's sitting them through let us see now next they play england so again any any opponent any match with england involved is an interesting one so let's see <laughs> definitely now that we have covered all the matches i think we have covered all the matches right of yes, round of 16 All right. Yes, so yeah. we'll move on to uh, predicting what will happen in the next rounds. So let's. Uh, I think we have also partially done it, but we'll do it formally now. So let's start with uh, England. Uh, sorry, Italy versus who was it? Belgium. Belgium. Yes. Who are yeah. winners for you? Like this Sochcast. Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Uh, I think Italy are the favourites, but I think Belgium will win. All right, um, controversial. I think I'll go with Italy just because they have the advantage of playing well and a whole unit is there and nobody is injured. Yes, yes. All right, moving on. Moving on, we have Denmark versus whom do we have? Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Oh, that will be an interesting match to see. Okay, I am going to go with Denmark. It's definitely, Denmark are the clear favorites. After they've put four past wheels, I think they should, you know, beat Czech Republic. <laughs> Definitely. And moving on to England versus Ukraine. Do I? Do we expect uh, another heartbreak? No, no. To be honest, I think England will win. England, England really, really have good players. They, they have an excellent team. Uh, let's see. I mean, it again depends on how Southgate starts, but he'll start with the same. Lineup, I guess. I think, I think he is going to back Sterling. He is not not going to play Sancho. That's going to be continued because he's winning. So yeah, and why shouldn't you? Sterling has been banging goals. 
right he is getting them right no matter you could say it's a tap and it's anything but he is there at the right time at the right position so that's all that matters fine yeah yeah and the last match that we are pending up with is who's it against switzerland versus spain. switzerland and spain spain and switzerland all right another upset on the cards uh, i wish not so because i'm a huge spanish uh, fan yeah but personally that. i wish the same but personally but i think it's going to be a cracker i think it's going to be the best match out of the, all the quarter finals switzerland versus spain and expecting it to be a cracker i think it'll be a little one sided for spain yeah because spain creating those intricate chances will be too much for sweden to handle and that was that is what was uh, france missing like france was too much depended on mbappe's pace on the left flank and uh, that's what they were doing you know they were just putting the ball to the left flank and mbappe was beating with pace but it never actually capitalized into something that's not how spain play you know spain goes yeah, yeah. for possession and it can get but uh, you know there's grand chaka and chaka has been such a revelation you know i am definitely. i am definitely you know they will be trying to break spain's flow and rhythm definitely all the matches are so interesting the whole euros has been so interesting i never thought i would say this but yes it is happening and 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 i think it's the best euros i have watched so far in my whole life yeah absolutely. and i have been watching football for good 10 years now yeah absolutely you know i've watched 3 to 4 euros before this and none has been you know as exciting as this we actually can predict you know as we have been nickel but we mm-hmm. can't know for sure who's going to be there who knows it will be denmark versus italy or you know it would it would be switzerland versus england playing in the final we we couldn't say <laughs> oh my god i'm literally getting goosebumps by these finals prediction but that's all right we'll uh, we'll love to see those stories and we love to see this game so thank you aman thank you so much for being a part of this podcast uh, uh and uh, what else thank you again again nikhil thank you so much you know and i think we'll connect again and see who actually goes through Definitely, definitely, we'll do that. And for P and those listeners, uh, Amar is an Arsenal fan. We'll definitely have in in our next episodes and a separate episode where we'll talk about Arsenal and this transfers. Uh, Amar, thank you so much for joining, and we'll hope to see you again very soon. Thank you, Nikhil. It's been a good time. Definitely. So, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again on the third episode of ours. Uh, it's been all about of round of 16 and the prediction predictions for the next round. Uh, the Euros have been cracking. The Copa has been all right. The football has been amazing. You to enjoy your time and do tune in to this episode and their episodes further. So, until next time, I'm Nikhil. Thank you. Bye.